How many mics do we? Government, the other day I did it like my whole life Yeah At night I can't sleep I toss and turn Like a Mary, like a Mary Rapper's still at heart And no one's from the old school Cause rapper's still a brand new tool I say no one's Alright, once again This is the same old new school I am one of your hosts, Idris Goodwin And I am Kevin Koval and as we do every single week, we get together, we talk about the week in hip-hop, culture, the world, everything in between. What else? What else? What else we get into, Kevin Cole? Yeah, man. It's it's kind of like we pull from the headlines in order to make sense of what's happening now. But of course, you know, because of our practice and I think the way we think, we always tie it. You know, it, it's a continuum. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, hip hop has broken the necessity for linearity. And, uh, you know, we follow that same kind of, I think, understanding of the world. You know, we make the the past relevant to now and uh, and stay you know, kind of focused on the future. We do like the DJ. We bring it forward. We bring it back. We dig in the crates and we add a, a funky bass line to move us into the Afro future. Nice. Yes, yes. All right, here we go, man. The battles never stop. The battles no. never stop. So you hit me to this. You hit me. To, I was not hip to this battle at all. It's this cupcakes versus apparently everyone. So, you know, Cupcake's a Chicago rapper, and I have a lot of love for her. One, I, I just, I think that even before this, you know, most recent output of songs, she just, she's, you know, she has like a great sense of humor, I think. And she's funny. She could rhyme. I feel like if Moms Mabley rapped, like it would be kind of akin to some of what Cupcake does in, in wow. some ways, That's what's you know? Up. And so, yeah. So, you know, this week or whatever, she put out a kind of like a, an homage, certainly to 50 Cent's very well-known. 1999, I think. And Cupcake put out her own version and came after like everybody. Just everybody. Like, yeah, like, just named just everybody. everybody. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, and she said, I, I think she says on there, she's like, you know, this is supposed to be fun, you know? And I think it's like in a great tradition of like where battle rap is before it got so serious in the 90s where it got deadly you know yeah basically like coming at everybody like almost like pro wrestling you know it's just like you're the new jack and you're you know so like 50 comes in and says i'm gonna rob all these i'm gonna rob pun i'm gonna rob jay Elliott, i'm gonna rob jay-z you know and no one had ever heard of him so she's kind of taking a page out of that book and you're right she prefaces the song which i think is funny it's ironic of course because we all know that like 50 Cent did that, and then everyone hated 50 Like, everyone was against 50 Cent. And now she's doing the same thing and then saying, the prefacing by saying, all right, I'm just playing. Like, don't nobody get in your feelings. It's like, somebody's going to get their feelings because right. that's exactly what happened last time. This playbook that you're running, you know, people will inevitably get in their feelings. And it's pretty scathing. I mean, she's got some some funny lines in there. But there's like reference to Megan the Stein getting shot. Open up the bag, give me everything you got. Run up on Megan, like give me your funds, so you can't even run because you just got shot. No, I guess that is a question, right? Do you think that this particular track, which I think like is really showing Cupcake's ability to rhyme, I think like if you're listening to it, like it's pretty clear like she has bars. Right. But do you think she did she cross a line here? No, I don't think she crossed a line. I mean, I, I, at all. It's in the rich tradition of competitive spirit and battle. And, and that's just what it is. Like part of how you build your own confidence and prove that you're great is you sort of fake it till you make it. I mean, that's how a lot of MCs start out. I mean, I've taught 
you know, hundreds of aspiring, you know, novice rappers and, you know, they got their pages shaking in their hand and they're like talking about all this big, bad stuff they go to. And I'm like, you can't, even, you, you can't, can you speak up please? Right. <laughs> and so what a way to introduce yourself. I mean, strategically, you know, it, it's a great way to make a name for yourself because I hadn't never heard of her. Yeah. Until well, you right. told me and about the song. And, and now and, I've listened to like three of her songs. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. And it's it's doing that thing that it did for 50. You know, yeah. I mean, we'll see to what extent. But yeah, in that same way, like, you know, 50 was really in search of attention. And how do you get attention? You know, you might throw stones like at the biggest castle or whatever, you know, and, and, oh, yeah. and she's yeah, she's definitely on that. Now, not everyone has thought that this song, Cupcakes, How to Rob, was in good fun. And so, you know, certain people have, have taken umbrage with it. Have you seen any of the responses to her? The only track? one I saw was Suki Hana, again, another MC I'd never heard of before, who put out a song called Rob right. Who. You know I'm rude as fuck, you know my mouth is reckless. I wish you do anything for attention when she desperate. But you got the right when you finna get some wreck. I'm stepping, stepping down on your neck. And like went in, man, like a lot of, lot of body shaming. A lot of body shaming going on. Body shaming going on. A lot of like, I'm gonna do this to your family. Like, just ruthless, man. Like, yeah, came after her mom, right? Um, who she presumed her mom was dead for some reason. Cupcake's mom, I think, is very much alive. Yeah, Suki Hana, who is, I think, from you know the reality show Love and Hip Hop, one of those, okay. one of those, at one of those seasons. And I think Suki actually was is maybe signed to like a Cardi B imprint or something oh, like wow, that okay. too. And okay. maybe I, this might be wrong, but I think she's she's on certain records too. I think like you know both Cupcake and Suki have like. A a growing traction yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah. in industry. I don't know if Suki can rhyme is my, like, at least she can't match what Cupcake's doing. And I don't know then if you saw as well, Cupcake then came back. I did see this with yeah. the gag is. Yeah. And really, I think like, Body, yeah, body. like kind of yeah, body, yeah. like, okay, like okay. kind of like, ended yeah. that. Then, yeah, yeah, so Cupcake so. on Twitter said, "There's no rematches in rap when your first track is whack. Take the loss and perfect your pen, but I'll give you an E for effort, respectfully. Who's next, right?" So mm. she said that on Twitter, which is like itself kind of just like bars. Man. And then on the track, she says, "This is your pinky hearse." I'm on straight business. I tuck your shirt. This ain't what I thought you meant when you saw it in my DMs. Can I get an effing verse? Right. And I keep receipts. You soft inside like a Reese's piece. Mm. And we can't link because you're EBT. She knows, man. She's here for the smoke. Cupcake knows. She ready. She probably got verses for every single person she said. I, right. She was right. going to rob jokingly, quote unquote. You know, it's, it's coming in the game with the, you know, the battle hungry approach, which is like, you know, in the tradition of LL Cool J. I mean, it goes back. I mean, Karis won. Like, MC Shan, you know, says hip hop yeah. started out in Queensbridge. Karis won comes with the bridges over. You love to hear the story again and again of how it all got started way back when. Monument is right in your face. The bridge, the bridge, the bridge, the bridge, the bridge. The bridge is over. The bridge is over. You see me coming. 
woman and he dance with the slipper sensia Down with the sound called BDP You can't sound like Shan or the one Marley MC Shan was like that dude at the time So it's like Yeah, it's like Cool Modi showing up to yeah. Busy B's joint at Harlem World in 81 Hold on, Busy B, I don't mean to be bold But put that paw did it, paw bitch mood on hold We gonna get right down to the nitty grit Gonna tell you a little something why you ain't this I think Cupcake, even before this, I was a fan of, you know, like, because she's funny, you know, and she's, yeah, yeah. but she also can rhyme and like, she's doing that thing where I think there's a trope, of course, you know, probably since maybe Little Kim, I guess, like the, you know, sexy Barbie raps, you know, mm -hmm. and there's the trope, but, but Cupcake has like a nuance to it. You know, there's, mm -hmm. there's, there's oh, yeah. like, because there's an over the topness, there's a vulgarity to it. It does remind me of Moms Mabley, where she's just taking it to like an absurd extreme. And man, she's just like, she really is like on her pen game with these, with these two tropes. Oh yeah, yeah, man, definitely. I mean, it's an interesting era we're in, man. Like I think, you know, Right now, to me, the most significant and watchable and inspiring and intense and urgent movement in hip hop right now is among females. You know what I mean? Like, I just look at, you know, we talked about Rico Nasty before in the show, Megan Thee Stallion's burning it up. You know, you got Cardi, you got, I mean, even there was this project I stumbled upon, which was a collaboration between, it was a new project from uh, Psalm One. She did a little DMT and now she want to come back and live. Uh, she put a little V on me. I'm such a silly little Mac and yeah, oh, yeah and, sure. and another artist they, they have like a like a group and uh, i was listening to that and it was i thought it was fantastic so it's just like you know but rhapsody and and i just think that the ladies are really coming with that heat right now like that just like that urgency the bars the pain game but also like the, you know the show womanship you know the aggression the confidence you know to me you know tiara whack britney carter like i could go on and on no yeah. name i can go on and on man like so many women out here that are exciting that are interesting that are unique you know and and definitely you know sex positive or comfortable in their own skin yeah, body but also positive have, or, yeah. but also have pen games yes, yes you know what i mean yeah. Well, I told you, I, I was telling you, man, I, I had read um, recently a great book called God Save the Queen about women in hip hop. And I, I hope it's a conversation you and I maybe have in depth, perhaps even with the author at some point. Yeah. But I, I think she's making the case that women have always, of course, been at the center of the culture. And if you go through the time, she's like reframing history or hip hop history to, you know, really tell the story of how women have been at the center. And I think we are in one of those moments now where, you know, all of the people that Cupcake names, you know, yeah, she mains exactly. mostly women rappers yeah, who exactly. are really doing their thing. And so I think that's also exciting. And it's always been a good time for women rappers. But I think because there's so many platforms and so many outlets and, you know, they have control of the media because it's, you know, in their phone and everything yeah, exactly. like that. I, th I think like, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're seeing just more of a wave. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's just now there's is no more of this one or two through the door. I mean, we're from the era of like, Kim or Foxy, Rodiga or Lauren. It was one or two, you know, the sexy one or the underground one. And now it's, there's so much yes. breath, you know what I'm saying? There's so much breath. And just honestly, man, like as a rap fan, like most of the artists that I'm excited about right now are female. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. that's just real. So anyway, well, we keep talking about it. I'm looking forward to Yeah, man, let's definitely talk about that book. I, it sounds fire. And, and I think that's a, a conversation certainly that I want to get into. And I, and I suspect some of our audience would, too. And speaking of audience, this is the same old new school. Uh, I'm Idris Goodwin. And I'm Kevin Koval. Shout out Vocalo Radio. 
Oh, yeah, of course. Got to give props to Vocal Low Radio. We do this every week, Saturdays, 2 p.m. Central Time, 91.1, and everywhere they be streaming at. Yeah, and of course, you can stay in tune with us on our IG page, Same Old New School. And also, shout out to our super producer, Justin Mayer, who makes sure not only that we sound good, but of course, you know, the incredible hand that he has in making sure that uh, you're getting little snippets of the sound that we're talking about. Absolutely. Takes a village. Shout out, Jay Mayer. Yo, man, so this album came out a little bit ago. We got to talk about it. It's not, we're not, this is not technically a, a Same Old Late Pass just yet, but we're just making it. But be remiss not to um, talk about the man on the moon three by kid cuddy the chosen yeah man this is this is like uh the latest in the trilogy of records right where he is also i think has a um like a, a another persona on the record first of all i'll say that you know this record you could play the whole record you know, you, you can play the whole record, which is hard to do these days. And we talked before about, you know, records that really sound like fully conceived projects, you know, where the thoughtfulness, where the, the artistry is kind of shown from the minute you put it on to the minute it ends. And I think mm-hmm. that this is a record that deals with this in a succinct and depth way. But part of it, though, is it also feels like one note in some ways. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Say more. Well, you know, look, I mean, this is, he's he's dealing with very real things. Like, the, you know, this record is processing, I think, his own, you know, mental health space. I mean, he's he's gone through and publicly, you know, has talked about not only depression, but uh, drug addiction and has been, I think, in, in a few different stints of rehab. I think the latest in, in 2016 or something like that talked about suicidal ideations mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it was real stuff. And you, you hear that on this record, you know, that's not even a critique when I say that this yeah. is one note. I remember this must have been like the end of the aughts or something like that when Radiohead would come out mm-hmm. and, and I had a roommate who, you know, broke up with his girl and like I'd come home and the lights would be out and he would just have that record on repeat mm-hmm. because it was a way to process, I think, these feelings of loss. And in a really beautiful way and in a tough way, I think Kid Cudi is doing something similar. Yeah, man, that's really well said. You know, I got to admit, man, I have not been a Kit Cudi fan at all. Like, you know, for years, you know, especially because I was living in Chicago for a long time, heard people just talk about Cudi, like, and I just didn't get it. Like, I really honestly didn't know how to listen to his music. More recently, you know, and I know he kind of disappeared for a bit. And more recently, he had a song called Leader of the Delinquents. Hello, friends, Cutter again, got to speckle the world ends same old denims warm for days i've been home making dance in many wonderful ways which caught my ear because it sounded like kind of like uh like some 91 92 ish and uh that caught my ear and then he had that song with eminem which also caught my ear and the game needed some dirty raw tell them it's the law and we read it yeah. so if it's god you believe in bob your head and just nod in agreement yeah they say time's undefeated and I realized in listening to it, I'm like, oh, every other artist I've been hearing for the last like 10 years is following his mold. So actually, he's like kind of the originator. So that just finally hit me that I was like, oh, OK. And then um, I think that's really important to note, by the way, I just, just yeah, I, think, no, I, think, I think you're right. And I think he doesn't always get those 
those props. But certainly, you know, he's influenced Kanye. He, he took on <laughs> Travis Scott as a mentee, like, you know, kind of responsible for a whole evolution and in, in almost like genre of, you know, rap melding with, you know, like a emo kind of blues in some ways. Yeah, you know? it's melodic. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the music is it's melodic. It's melodic music. It's introspective. He's not doing he's he's not armoring. You know, like yeah. so much of the persona in hip hop is about armor, is about, you know, my chain, you know, my name, my bravado. I'm going into a combat oriented space or I'm going to show you why I'm the best before you get a chance to tell me I'm not the best. And he's coming from a place of, you know, it's, it's much more sort of a post Nirvana kind of like you know, shoegazing type of hip hop, yeah, uh, well, it, which, it, it, which is what everybody's been on. Even the thugs, like even, even yeah. like, you know, even the thug rappers are in that introspective space that we haven't really heard since like Scarface, you know, on, on the minus playing tricks on me, you know. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn candlesticks in the dark visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. Oh, that's right. I mean, in that regard, it's, it, it is, it's really, beautiful to hear you know because he's being extremely vulnerable it's almost like a folksy soul music it reminds me a little of cody chestnut in that in yeah, that way wow. I don't I wonder what like that connect is and, and and I'm sure that there's probably like cross influences. I think Cody Chestnut probably put out music prior to Cuddy. You know, that just that deep contemplative introspection. So yeah, so that is Cuddy. I mean, he's influenced a generation. What do you think of this record specifically? Well, I mean, I really only I actually have questions for you as someone who's listened to more of his music. But the one thing I will say that I noticed was I'm like, oh, this guy is actually his own genre. Mm, right. Like what? Like I'm listening to it, and I'm like, I have to learn how to listen to this. Yeah. Like I've got to, I got to do my homework. Like I'm, I'm at the precipice. Like I got to go backwards. I got to go through the other <laughs> men in the moon. I got to go back. You know, I got, I just like, I'm just now learning how to approach his music and really his messaging because I think he's brilliant. Like I think he's yeah. a real artist, and uh, like for real, like capital A, and I actually can't do some kind of knee jerk thing. Like I've got to really do my homework. And also he's a Midwest guy. So it's like, I got to also, you know, give respect where it's due. Cleveland right. Cleveland, but I right. guess my question for you is like, how does this fit into the pantheon of, of his other releases? Well, you know, it is kind of like a, like a reckoning, you know? And so it does feel like maybe the end of this trilogy, because, you know, I feel like he hopefully, getting the help that he needs. He's taking good care of himself. You know, cocaine is a hell of a drug, they say, mm. you know, for a reason, you know, and mm. and you hear on his prior records some of the influence of that. I mean, he was mm. making, at some point, you know, music for the club for real, you know, mm. and in kind of like futuristic kind of dance music um, mm. in, in some instances. And, you know, this does not feel like that at all. This feels mm. like a, you know, a tone down, a turn down as a way to survive and mm. you know so this does feel like a reckoning and for me there like is not a bad song on this record you know i think every song is is beautiful there's some standouts for me this record you know makes me 
miss uh, and I think all of us miss Pop Smoke all the mm, more you yeah. know because that's a standout record with Skepta yeah, and Pop definitely. Smoke um, and you hear how Pop Smoke is also in a kind of cutty tradition too she like the way that I dance she like the way that I move she like the way that I rock she like the way that I woo you know, just yep. like the like the kind of like the crooning that that now oh, yeah, rappers are yeah. um, enabled to do. Yeah. You know, if they could sing, you know, technically or they can't. It's really just about like you know, kind of understanding that you have a voice. That voice is a musical instrument, and you could use That's that right. to put beautiful things on your record. But also, you know, you hear Cuddy rhyme for real on Heaven on Earth. That's him rapping, you know, and I think one, I think Cuddy has always been a very good rapper. Yes. And because he is, as you say, a capital A artist, he's also pushed the genre beyond, you know, any boundary that I think we, you know, a decade and in, in, in a few years ago knew was possible. I think that this is like a, you know, fits in to his discography really well. But I also am so curious now about what will happen next, because this yeah. feels to me, this feels like the closing of a chapter yeah, and hopefully a kind of rebirth, you know? Um, so as I try to immerse myself in, and understand Kate Cuddy and his work, what are some things I definitely need to check out, like highlights? You know, I mean, go back to his first records, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, go back, you know, I mean, it's like 2009, I think, is Man on the Moon. Soundtrack to My Life is like a beautiful anthem. I got 99 problems and they out, wish I was jiggling. Carefree living, but I'm not Sean or Martin Louis. I'm the Cleveland. You know, I love because it's about discovering the process of writing, you know what I mean? Yeah, about wow. About wanting to make art. And like, so you see, like, you understand, I mean, he's... You know, even this album is in four acts, and I think that's how a lot of these Man on the Moon records work. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like, mm -hmm. like he conceives of them as, you know, different modes of storytelling. And that is one of my favorite records of that era. It's the best, it's one of the best albums of that decade. And it's so futuristic that if it dropped now, you know, sure. you'd be like, yes, you know, it, it's kind of on time now. Yeah. Um, so I, I would start there. Soundtrack to my life is one of my favorite songs, period. But he just, he has so many styles. He has the, you probably heard the day and night. Day and night. I toss and turn, I keep stressing my mind, mind. I look for peace, but see, I don't attain. What I need for keeps the silly Which got remixed in a lot of different spaces. But that's the kind of thing he was like putting out like this kind of dance music that was self-indulgent and and introspective and it was a whole new lane for rappers that that really kind of helped to define the last decade in a lot of ways dope dope well all right man it can be an ongoing conversation or maybe i'll start a blog at idris listens to cutting uh right. that'd be great <laughs> idris gets the ultimate late pass uh this is the same old new school i'm idris goodwin and I'm Kevin Cole. And we are coming up on to our, our last and final uh, topic. This is someone who we've discussed before on the show, but in a more positive way. <laughs> last time we talked about him on the show, he was uh, he had just bought a school. He had like turned an elementary school into a community center. And then flash forward to now, he just was brought up on like federal fraud charges or something like that. Yeah, for using stolen IDs and credit card information to make luxury purchases, including designer puppies, whatever that means, you know. So, I, yeah, and evidently he's on <laughs> puppies with Birkin right? bags and yeah, Birkin yeah. leashes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, he—I he, mean, 
you know, his lawyers have issued a statement that in court he put in the plea not guilty. You know, I hope that is indeed the case because, first of all, he's brought into custody a few days after he makes the Forbes prestigious 30 under 30 list um, wow. for, for musicians, you know, and it is after a year where not only he's, has he put out a record that we've talked about and has done great work in the community. So it does feel like it feels a little odd, you know, like how mm -hmm. could someone in the height of his prominence who means so much to the city, who means so much to the industry and who's so young and doing so much for his communities, um, plural, it feels like uh, almost a setup to me. Now I'm looking now I'm a Herbo fan, you know, who knows what happens, but it just, it feels off to me. And then the, I think there's no mistaking the timing of this, you know, right after he's off the Forbes list. So part of the reason why I wanted to talk about him is because he got, you know, the booked on these charges, but then he releases a really dope song called Statement. Leave you dissing me, please compare me to different MCs. Stop it. I really am the issue, so I won't pop it. Before Twitter was a trending topic. To, you know, I love, I love when artists I love when artists do that. I love when artists have non-hip-hop things going on in their life. But then again, being brought up on charges is a very hip-hop thing. Talk, murder was the case. Snoop Dogg made a whole EP and like, yeah. a, like a long music video about it. As I look up at the sky, my mind starts dripping, a tear drops my eye. My body temperature falls. I'm shaking and they breaking, trying to save the dough. And it reminds me of that time in a lot of ways, right? That like Snoop is also in real time commenting in the music. The case is on trial in the public before it's on trial in the courtroom. Exactly. And Snoop is kind of trying the case in the public sphere, as I think Herbo is is trying Absolutely. the case in the public sphere. Yeah, um, and he brings that up. I mean, he brings up too, like, you know, yo, like, I was doing really well. Like, I'm a black man trying to do some things in my community, make my, you know, and it's like, these are ridiculous. Like, why, you know, why, why would I, you know, I mean, a lot of times I also find, I mean, what I, you know, again, I'm no lawyer. I'm no, I don't even know the case that closely, but, you know. Sometimes when when artists are on the rise, you know, they got folk just with them, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just people yeah. association, third, second cousins, old friends, you know, doing shady stuff. And, and they leverage those people to go for the big for the big fish, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. that's right. That's right. And so he, that's what and it he, kind he, of he, feels like. He addresses that on here. He says, I barely know Joe Rodeo, who's one of the other people who's indicted on, on this charge. You know, there's some beautiful lines on the song, the statement. He says, I'm in Cali thinking how I come from pissy hallways. I'm in Cali thinking how I come from pissy hallways. You know, mm -hmm. um, and now I could have bought a rose last year, but instead I bought a four flat. And I could have bought the rose last year, but instead I bought a four flat. That's and then he mentions the school, right? He says, yeah. he says, you know, how the F I catch a kid we bought a school you know and yeah you're right i mean i think i think like we've seen this time and again like people you know retain you know some of the elements from the neighborhood that they come from and it, it leads to their downfall you know i don't know herbo but i do know some of the people around him including mickey halstead mm. um and you know part of the reason why herbo is living in la is because it's too difficult for him to move around Chicago in that oh, way, wow. okay. you know, and that's the case for a lot of Chicago rappers in wow. some ways. Mm -hmm. And so we'll see what happens. Obviously, it would not be the first time that the uh, that the police have had it in for a rapper. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, hip hop police, man, they, they got a it's, name. It's a real thing, police. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so you know, to me, this feels and smells like that. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, but again, like I'm not, you know. I'm not a lawyer either.
Well, you know, again, like I, I think it is all just just a testament and a power to, you know, hip hop and it's direct candor, like it's direct what's going on. It's, it's in the Marvin Gaye tradition of like, let me tell you, let me look out my window and, and let you know what's going on. Here's what's going on with me. And, you know, and um, it's the power of the music. And listen, if something does happen to him, if he does get locked up, you know, uh, he he'll, might still be able to put out an album from behind bars like Slick Rick and Shine and, uh, you know, and come out like Tupac and, you know what I mean? You take over the world. So it's like that can't ever be crushed or, or sort of extinguished so we'll continue yeah, right. to, to keep an eye out keep an eye out and, yeah, and definitely shout out g herbo and, and yeah and good luck crew yeah. yeah and good luck man yeah definitely and uh what's up with that school you, you heard anything about anything happening with that school well you know part of what it is is that herbo is interested um you know he started a, a youth mental health initiative called swerving through the streets mm. which gets young people therapeutic resources and puts them on a, a free 12-week therapy intensive program you know and mm. you, you think about the communities that you know um that that he's coming from and folks dealing with ptsd and all all yeah. of the things and and you know so i think that that the school in part it will be a a site for his his uh nonprofit in that organization that's what's up man we'd yeah, love man. to see it yeah man all right. Well, yes, shout, shout out the city of Chicago. Shout out everybody listening. Shout out Vocalo. Shout out you, Kevin Cole. Hey, shout out you. You just go in. It's always a pleasure, man. It's always it's always fun to to have this conversation each week, man. Yeah, and it don't stop. It's just another another stop in the road, another chapter in the book. Yes, sir. Thank you for tuning in, y'all. And uh, make sure you stay in tune with what we're doing on the IG page at Same Old New School. Shout out Vogelo Radio. Shout out Super Producer Justin Mayer. Shout out you for tuning in. Yeah, and keep up and look out for my Kid Cudi blog. All right, peace, y'all. Peace.